I think it's important for students at Smith to have some sense of the conditions that contributed to uh, the Syrian uprising. Why, why did this happen? Why did it occur? Um, why did the regime respond with so much violence? What produced the conflict dynamics that we now see unfolding in Syria? There are, there are long-term, very deep historical and structural conditions that need to be understood in order to get a handle on what's happening in Syria today. And you don't get a good sense of, of why Syria has arrived at, at the terrible state that it's in today just by reading the newspapers. You do need to know more about the contemporary history of Syria, about the, the economic factors that led so many Syrians to pour into the streets in 2011. Why were they so uh, angry with the Syrian regime? And we need to know why the Syrian regime resorted so quickly to violence. The Syrian uh, uprising or Syrian revolution began uh, on March 15th, 2011, when some teenagers, some 12, 13, 14-year-old kids in a city in the south of Syria, uh, a, a city called Dera, uh, put some uh, anti-regime graffiti on, on walls in the city. They were responding to what was happening uh, in the region around them. Uh, Tunisia and Egypt had already experienced successful uprisings that, that forced uh, authoritarian leaders out of, out of power. And, and what happened next is, is widely understood as, as the trigger that launched uh, the Syrian uprising. Uh, they were arrested, they were tortured, um, these kids happen to be uh, children of very prominent families in, in the area. Uh, and when their families went to visit security officials to try to get their kids released, the security official said, forget about these children. These children are gone. If you want more children, go home and make them. And if you can't make them, we will. And the regime's response then put in motion this dynamic that we've seen unfold and escalate really for the next five years. It, it immediately began a harsh crackdown on, on protesters in Dira. It immediately resorted to the use of force. Uh, it's not that widely known that, that 700 people were killed in Dera in the first three months of the protests. So, so we, we saw this, this dynamic in which citizens would express their uh, interest in political change would demand political change. The regime would respond with violence and the whole conflict really escalated from there. And we are now, uh, I'm afraid, entering the, the sixth year of, of this extraordinarily destructive and, and brutal uh, civil war. Well, you know, the question of, of U.S. policy towards Syria and, and, and whether the, the U.S. might have been able to do something that could have affected the trajectory of the conflict, this is really one of the most hotly debated issues uh, about Syria and about the U.S. role in Syria today. Um, in, in fact, the, the White House continues to insist that there was very little the U.S. could have done to change the course of events in Syria. Um, there are many specialists, uh, scholars, researchers, uh, diplomats who think otherwise. I, I happen to be among those who think that 
there were opportunities for the U.S. to engage in Syria in ways that could have had an effect on how the conflict unfolded, a positive effect. Uh, the U.S., as it turns out, did not uh, choose that path. It, it chose a path of disengagement. Uh, it decided not to provide support to the armed opposition. Uh, and the result has been this prolonged, enormously costly conflict. So from my perspective, had the U.S. been willing to uh, engage a, a bit more fully, had it been willing to provide a bit more support to the armed opposition, uh, we might have found ourselves three, four years ago um, in a political process that would have brought the conflict to a quicker end and, and would have prevented a lot of the, the death and destruction and suffering that's happened uh, because we, we did not choose that course. I, I understand why um, the White House is concerned about the Islamic State, about ISIS. Uh, we just saw this weekend in Brussels uh, what can happen. Uh, when ISIS fighters are able to, to leave Syria and, and enter Europe. So the priority attached to ISIS is, is not a mistake. What I do think is a mistake is to think that we can respond to the challenge of ISIS without a comprehensive strategy that also gives us uh, a chance to respond to the, the problems of the Assad regime. I think uh, the, the regime has been a significant factor in enabling uh, and facilitating the rise of ISIS. Uh, the violence of the Assad regime has been one of the best uh, recruiting uh, factors for ISIS. And we know that there are direct ties between the Assad regime and ISIS. The U.S. government has in fact sanctioned a number of Assad regime officials for their economic dealings with ISIS. Putin's decision to, to draw down uh, forces from Syria took everyone by surprise. Uh, I think that includes uh, President Assad himself. I don't think uh, President Putin consulted anyone before announcing that decision. Uh, so th the move has been widely seen, uh, whether correctly or not, as an indication of uh, differences in the interests and preferences of the Assad regime and President Putin. Um, it's clear that the Assad regime, at least in my view, hoped that Russian support would permit it to make much more substantial military gains than, in fact, it was able to achieve uh, during the period when Russia was directly involved in the conflict. And so it, it, it does look as if, as if the Russians are signaling uh, to the regime that they expect it to participate in this process to reach a political settlement of the conflict. And it isn't at all clear that Russia has the leverage to compel the Assad regime to make compromises that might draw it more deeply into a, a political process and give up its ambition of imposing a military outcome on, on, the, on the conflict. Well, the, the future of Syria, of a post-Assad Syria, is, is one of those um, huge uh, issues that, that a lot of us who follow this conflict wrestle with. Um, our, our hope is that a post-Assad Syria will emerge through a process of negotiation that will produce a, a government that is more broadly representative, that is more pluralistic, 
that is uh, more committed to the protection of, of all of the different segments of Syrian society. Um, but on the other hand, and, and there is a very strong possibility of, of, of a less positive outcome in which a post-Assad Syria would be one that continues to be torn by conflict. And, and that, of course, would simply extend the Syrian tragedy uh, in, into the indefinite future. We could be looking at the possibility of, of a generational uh, tragedy in Syria rather than, than the already very destructive conflict that Syrians have experienced. <laughs>